Welcome back to Spin Now with me, Katie. It's that time of the week where we introduce this week's special guest. And this week, I am so excited to be joined live in studio with Sarah Ryan, Life Coach. Sarah, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks so much for having me, Katie. It's great to be here to tell you all about coaching today. My first question I'm going to have to start out with, let our listeners know, what is a life coach? Well, the definition is partnering with clients in a thought-provoking creative process that inspires them to maximise their personal potential. And what that really means is giving someone the time and space to realise what their goals are and really work on them in a collaborative environment with the support of a coach to help individuals to reach their potential. And we were talking a little bit off air because this gets mixed up a lot, doesn't it? Mm. A life coach isn't a therapist. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I suppose as part of, you know, your initial contracting with a client, it's very important to distinguish, you know, that a, a life coach isn't actually a therapist and they're they're quite different. And to make it, I suppose, quite clear and simple for your listeners, how we would look at it is your life coaching is future focused. So we're looking at your goals and dreams, ambitions for the future. Whereas therapy is often looking back to your past behaviours, past situations and that. So it's not to say that, you know, they, they don't interlink because I am a mental health and well-being coach. So what that means is I can help someone and support somebody that is going through you know therapy or counselling. But if I need to refer them back, I can. So I might say, look, that's something you might speak to your therapist about. But again, it would be very clear in our contracting. So I'd be able to, you know, highlight to them, if, especially if someone is in recovery, potentially from uh, mental illness, that they'd have the tools and I can advise them of those tools and remind them of the tools they have, the RAP tool for example but again you know clearly very separate situations and separate coaching and and therapy so again I would you know help the person to identify what might be something they could speak to their therapist about but in the coaching conversation in the coaching room we're really focused on moving forward and focusing on their goals and their future as well. I love the process that you go through with a life coach and I think this is something that's very blind to people when you hear life coach you think someone's going to be telling you what to do with your life when in actual fact you are helping guide that person to the goals that they want to achieve in life. I've worked with you before very very happy to say and still working with you I should say and I was even blown away when we had our sessions to find out how it actually works. Talk me through a little bit of the process you'd go through with a client. Absolutely. So a client might reach out and say that they're interested in coaching. So we would have an initial conversation to see, you know, if I'm a fit for them, if if it's coaching that's actually suitable for what it is that they want to achieve. And then we go through our contracting, of course, as confidentiality and, you know, how many sessions you might want to do and the logistics and all of those things. And then we would have our first session. And in that first session, it's important that we really understand and we dig really deep into what are the goals? What's the outcome that you want at the end of? Of these coaching sessions or at the end of this session in particular and really dig deep into you know the the why behind that goal that you have and then that can uncover maybe some barriers that you might have it's important to figure out the long-term ones you know what's what do you want to achieve in five years or is it 10 years and then we'll break it down and each week we'll work on and help you and support you to take those small steps each week towards achieving those goals and actually being your accountability partner each week that also helps you to build up your own accountability for yourself moving 
move forward. So you don't always have to rely on a coach checking in with you every so often that you're building up that accountability for yourself as well. And accountability is so important, isn't it? I have to say, you showed me in one of our sessions the wheel of life. Mm. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because that blew me away. Absolutely. And, you know, often we can get distracted by all of the things going on in our lives and we know what we really want to achieve. But actually, if we look at the wheel of life, it's got all those different sections and segments in it. And you can really assess where am I on each of these? Have I got a nice balance between having fun and, you know, relaxing and maybe my spirituality versus, you know, the finances and, you know, working life and all of those things and relationship? Where am I? It's a nice place to start at the beginning of a coaching relationship because you can identify things that you really want to work on and then ones that you're really happy with. And that's really important part of coaching too is to identify where you are happy with you know elements of your life or achievements that you have and celebrate those as well and in in coaching it often can happen that you kind of have a mirror put up in front of you and your coach might often identify when you light up for example when you're talking about something you're passionate about or using words maybe that are a little bit negative and we can again hone in on those and see why are we using those at different words so that's kind of a a part of the the coaching process as well. I was blown away through my sessions because I was one of those people that thought a life coach was going to come in, tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. But with the wheel of life, you really made me look at certain aspects of my life. Like, how am I supposed to succeed if I'm not having that downtime for myself? If I'm not having that fun time? If I'm constantly working, but not knowing what I'm working towards? My five year plan. In part of that, I wanted to write a book. I was so intrigued when you asked me the question. Okay, so we're going to lay out how much you can actually give to writing your book a day. And then you asked me the question, which was, what will be the distractions that is going to stop you from taking that time to write the book? To me, that's mind blowing. I would have never asked myself that. What are the distractions? You made me say the distractions. And how important is that? That's a really good question, Katie. And I think, you know, in the coaching environment, we can be very optimistic and look at all the plans and the goals. However, if we're not being very realistic around, you know, some of the barriers, some of the obstacles that might be in our way from achieving our goals, the day to day things that can happen, then that can actually impact us from achieving our goals. So it's it's important to think about those barriers, those blockers and plan, prepare for if that happens. You know, if I can't write as many words as I said I would write today or uh, something comes up, we're both busy moms as well. So these things absolutely happen. So it's planning for those eventualities as well. And then if we do, that means that, you know, we're not disheartened if we don't get to do what we need to do. Having that backup plan and, you know, sometimes we fail and it's okay to fail and fall off the horse and and stop doing what we need to do. As long as we have that backup, we can make a plan and we can move forwards. It's all about helping us to move forward in our goals and being very conscious of our barriers and any limiting beliefs that we might have as well. So kind of getting those out in the in the coaching room as well. If, for example, we think we're not good enough or we won't be able to do it, being very 
open and honest about any of those barriers that we might have for limiting beliefs in, in the coaching environment is super important as well. You've dealt with that big time with me, haven't you? It's like <laughs> I had one day where I was like, I didn't get to do it today. <laughs> That's not good. Because they're the barriers that stop us from succeeding because it's like, oh, if you fail once, just give up. That's mm-hmm. not the case. You have to get back up. You have to try again. I'll try again tomorrow. Getting back on the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the bicycle, yeah. <laughs> if that's the goal, then that's perfectly fine, yeah. I think also, you know, being open and honest in the coaching room as well, right? And in that conversation, if you're very open and honest about what those barriers are, what the likelihood is of you actually, you know, doing what you need to do, that's really important as well. It happens the best of us when we, we have good intentions and we're trying to do something new or something different. We can come across a barrier that maybe we hadn't seen before. So it's about just putting it all out there and, and being open and honest with your, your client, with your coach and having all those conversations open and you can absolutely say, look, I didn't achieve it this week, but this is my plan to move forward next week. So open honesty is definitely key as well. And I think if people would think a life coach is just in relation to maybe your career or going forward to a new career, it's not, is it? Life coaching is in all aspects of life. Absolutely. And you can, you know, focus on career, definitely, and performance within career or career changes. Clients that I often see, it it is often just about change in their world. Maybe they just want to start something new or, you know, start a new habit. Maybe they just want to you know, do something new, make a change, something different, something's missing. Maybe they're not feeling like they lived the full potential. Maybe they have an idea. Maybe they're a bit stuck in a rush. A lot of it is around change. So you're looking to make a change again, whether it's starting something new or like yourself, you know, writing a book. Maybe you want you're a business owner. You want to elevate your business, start, you know, providing a new product or service to your customers. Maybe you want to aim to buy a house or like that, change your career. Maybe you don't know what your goals are. Maybe you're just feeling like, you know what, I don't know what I want to do. Maybe you've just finished college. You've got all this education behind you and you actually do not know where you want to go next. And a coach can really, really help you and support you to guide you in the direction that you want. It's all within you. And the coaching environment is really just to give you that space and time to to understand what's going on for yourself um, and dig deep and and figure out what's your next step. I love that you said that. Absolutely love that you said that because it can be from a mom. And we talked about this before, a a mom coming from a stay-at-home mom to wanting to get back out into the working world, whatever that may be. And that block of anxiety or worry that stops them from doing it. And that happens a lot. And I love that you said they're from going from college. How hard is it for uh, students? For, you know, students, it can be very overwhelming as well because they might have a lot of options and they just don't know what path to take. And there can be this pressure to make the right one. But ultimately, you know, it's all experience and it's all learning for sure. Speaking about goals. Yeah, I think again, it's the start of every coaching conversation. You might not know what your goal is or what you're what you want to achieve, but it's important to, to just pause and, and take the pressure off for a little while and just, you know, blue sky thinking. If, you know, you had your little magic wand and you could, you know, live wherever you wanted or, you know, have the career that you want, what are you doing every day? And a bit of visualisation maybe, you know, what does that look like for you in five years? Who's around you? What are you doing? Are you at a desk? Are you in an office? Are you out, out on the road? What, what does it look 
like for you. So again, there's no judgment when we're in a coaching session. It's all just about opening up options and just, you know, looking at potential and opportunities. But when we do decide then, you know what, I do think I know what I want. Then we, we try to kind of define it a little bit more and, you know, be very specific around what does it what does it look like? What does success look like for you? When do you feel like you could be you know successful within that goal? What What's the support that you might need to help you on your way to, you know, succeeding in achieving that goal? So there's there's a few things to think about and look, everyone's individual. Some people come to coaching with a goal in mind, but others then, you know, they're not too sure about what the goal is, but they just feel like they want more. And again, in the coaching, we'll ask some questions and try to figure all that out. Sarah, when we get back after this short break, I have more questions and I want to talk about what you do and how you do it in amongst the community and for the general public. Keep it here and spin now with me, Katie. Welcome back to Spin Now with me, Katie. And I'm still joined live in studio with Sarah Ryan, life coach, mom, friend, daughter and all the rest. Sarah, before I jump on to who you are and what you do, I have one last question. What are some of the common barriers that your clients would face? So Katie, one of the things that comes up quite often and quite early on in the coaching relationship is time management. And, you know, often that's something that, you know, might be in the corporate world or your nine to five job. But actually for all of us in our day to day, if we have goals that we want to achieve, it's important that we think about, well, you know, where's my time that I'm going to achieve them? And often we can put time as a barrier in front of us. Like I know for myself, you know, when when my kids were younger, I didn't have time. I was focused on time time to get some sleep and have a shower maybe but once they get a little bit older then I have some time and you know it's about figuring out then what I want to do with that time and in again in my coaching we can figure out together what you know you want to do and what those goals are. A little bit of uh, I suppose a way to check in on your your time is a little bit of an assessment and we're doing this you know non-judgmental we're just checking in you know what's my time like during the week. Our phones will tell us very quickly how much time we're spending on social (laughs) media right but again with judgment right if I've got you know five hours screen time on my phone is there a half an hour there that I can give to focusing on writing my book or that I can give to upskilling and learning a new skill that can help me in my business or achieving my goals one way or another so it's about just again non-judgment for a week just write them down get an app on your phone or something just take note of what it is that you're doing each day you know kind of blocks of time roughly and then you'll be able to assess and see where can I get some time back and for a lot of my clients what has happened is you know they're looking for maybe I'm trying to build my business to get more clients and I'm working through this coaching sessions with them and they're saying I can't find time to develop my skills or to do what I need to do but then you kind of flip the question if you haven't got the time to focus on your own development and your skills and what you're doing now how will you have time for all those amazing clients that you're going to get after you have introduced a new product or service or done what you need to do so it's about just like figuring out for yourself what am I using my time on spending my time on and you know also when we're looking at our our goals will always pinpoint where do I want to be in six months 12 months a year and then kind of working back from that I know okay I have to spend about you know half an hour 20 minutes on this each week each each month and again it's individual depending on the particular goal itself. I love that you said that and we had just said off air there like I've openly said it would be okay for us to speak about my coaching experiences Mm. with you and I've had massive changes in my life and this was massive for me the time management the first time we ever sat down you looked at my day and you were like mother of God like (laughs) Katie how what what are you doing but I still found time didn't I exactly though I had that crazy crazy day I still looked and was like okay well here Mm -hmm. I could definitely squeeze in an hour or maybe I should move this to the morning time when it's more quiet to do that like I feel like life coaching 
is endless in what you can do. We've only touched Absolutely. small bits of it today. But I definitely want to talk about you, Sarah, as a person, who you are, how you operate. And as I said on the intro there, you know, you're not just life coach. You are a mom. You are a sister, a daughter, a friend, and very much so a normal person. Like... <laughs> You are, you, you know, you are. And I feel like you do amazing work in the community. So do you mind me asking about what work you do in helping the community? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to help. Right. I want to help people individually through coaching. But also then I've learned so much in doing the diploma around life coaching that I want to bring that to, you know, different audiences as well and have a background in, you know, development. So I'm able to kind of stand up in front of people and speak, which I have delivered some mindset workshops for different clients, but also from local men's shed and women's sheds. They've been really invigorating for me. It's it's a reward to see, you know, the impact that they can have on community. But yeah, they've been really well received. And yeah, just focusing on things like resilience, self-awareness, positive mindset, all of those things that can just, you know, give people a boost and, and help them to figure out what's the direction they want to take in life. Or if it's a case that they have something they want to work on, building positive habits in their lives as well. So I have a bit of an exclusive for you today, Katie. I am delivering a workshop in January for the general public. It's called Purpose and Goal Setting for 2024. Very first one of these that I'm going to launch next year hopefully there'll be more after this but in this workshop we're going to be looking at defining goals removing barriers creating plans and steps towards our goals building our self-awareness which is always key and then also building our self-confidence so keep an eye on my socials and you'll be able to see the dates and times that we're uh, sharing those very very soon very excited to uh, get people in in the door and, and you know engage in these types of conversations because I don't think they're happening enough and again they might be happening in a workplace but again, for us all individually, you know, we all have goals and dreams and ambitions. So uh, hopefully this can help some people to, you know, take a step forward, but kind of move outside of their comfort zone a little bit towards what, what they really, truly want to do and help them to reach their potential. I love that you're doing this because I feel like this will give people the chance to come and sit and watch what you do, learn something from mm. it. And I think it's amazing. I love that you work in the community with the men's shed, the women's shed and you said a key point there that life coaching is for all ages. Mm. We touched on students. We touched on the older community, mm -hmm. people moving from a stay-at-home mom to back into the work world, whatever job that may be, because that's so important to say. Like, I feel like people have a perception that a life coach is for the high power jobs. It's not, is it? It's, it's literally, as you just said, giving mm. you those tools to navigate through life and really succeed in what you want to do and your goals. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you've spoken about the the stay at home mom and we've all been in those situations. You, you've had children and you've been in that kind of bubble at home. And then, you know, does my does my career really suit me that I had before? Do I want to go back into that environment? Does that suit me now? Do I want to make a change? Maybe I want to you know, build my own little business or start a new career, learn something new, maybe go back to college. So, yeah, coaching can really just help you to open up all of that again without judgment in a safe, confidential environment where you can just speak freely and share what, what you think your aspirations might be. And we can look at, you know, creating a plan so that we can both, you know, do that together and support you in doing that and be that accountability partner for you.
Well, Sarah, all that's left to do is let our listeners know where people can find you across social media, on the web. Absolutely. So on Facebook, it's sarah.ryan.coaching. And then on Instagram, it's Sarah Ryan Coaching. And yeah, you can pop me in an email either. So sarah.biran, B-I-R-R-A-N-E at gmail.com. And reach out and we can have a free conversation, free 20 minute, you know, exploratory call and see if coaching is for you, if it's something that, you know, you feel would benefit you. And we'll, we'll go through that contracting piece as well and talk all the logistics and I, I'm available for virtual coaching and also for in-person coaching in County Limerick. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to join me live in studio and Sarah, thanks again. Thanks for having me.